At the Willows East Tarot Society, we use tarot for wellness, growth, direction, and healing. For more info and to send in a question or comment, please visit willowseast.com slash podcast. Welcome friends. This week, I want to talk all about intuition, what it is, and the misconceptions about how we listen to it and use it. But first, a few announcements. This is the last weekend to submit your writing or artwork for the In the Cards e-zine summer issue. I have room for a few more pieces for this issue, and if I get more than what's needed, I can just bump those to the fall issue. So please feel free to send along whatever you want to share with our readers. For more information and to send in a submission, visit willowseast.com ITC. I also have a comment and a question to share this week. First up, Valerie writes, I love this podcast. Your voice is calming. And since I found your blog and Instagram page, you have taught me several ways to use tarot to guide me and comfort me. Please know you've helped me. Thank you. Valerie, thank you so much for the lovely comment and kindly letting me share it on our podcast. Our blog has many tarot resources and tarot journaling tools, so listeners, feel free to check those out. For our question this week, Kara Cardslinger first writes, and I love that name by the way, (laughs) I hope it's okay to send a work question, and to that I say yes, always. That's what I love about tarot. You can use it to work through any type of problem, work, relationship, any kind of family struggles. It covers it all. So the question is, I just started at a new job three weeks ago and everything was going fine up until a day ago. My manager met with me and said there were concerns with my performance. He said he'd meet with me next week after his vacation and we'd go over details. I'm confused because I've been working with a trainer who says I'm doing a great job. I haven't made any errors that I'm aware of. The manager also said that this could mean that things weren't working out during the trial period of this position, and he may need to let me go and wanted to give me a heads up. I've been working in a professional environment for seven years and have never experienced anything like this. I asked for more information, said I was surprised, but he said we'd talk next week. I really need this job and the benefits right now. What should I do? First of all, Kara, I just want to say that something certainly does seem kind of off here. And I don't think that it's fair of your boss to share such general information about your overall performance without offering any specifics. You really were given no chance to defend yourself before you were told to basically prepare to look for a new job. That really is not great management and I'm sorry you're going through this. So I pulled two cards for you, and I got the Queen of Pentacles and the King of Cups. When I read tarot, I set the intention beforehand that court cards will represent people. As such, in my readings, the male or female court cards often represent the male or female querent. So I'd suspect that you represent the Queen of Pentacles. Queens are intelligent, smart, practical, and pentacles represent very real, concrete things pentacles are earth, real things. This tells me that you're not one to act just on feelings alone, that you're level-headed, and that your intuition is probably spot-on about doing a good job working with this trainer. 
On the other hand, if your boss is represented by the King of Cups, he might be more likely to react on emotions alone or to make broad generalizations without investigating the facts. So what this might look like is, say the trainer you've been working with went to him and said, just for example purposes, Kara's doing a great job, she just needs to work on being faster at XYZ. The King of Cups might be one to focus on this negative aspect and prepare for the worst. He also might think he's doing you a favor by giving you a heads up about some performance concerns that it could affect your trial period. Now, I still don't think that that was a good thing for him to do, but that might be where his head is at. As a queen of pentacles, you would logically think that his assessment is based on some factual information he received from the trainer because that's how you might gather information and make assumptions, but he is making assumptions without the facts to back them up. It could even just be that he got a bad cup of coffee on the way into work and was feeling particularly grumpy. That's kind of a King of Cups thing to do. Regardless of his personality, I think the approach should be a very Queen of Pentacles style approach. When he gets back from his vacation, after giving him time to settle in and deal with all the uh, emotional pieces of getting back into the office after vacation, make sure he follows through with your meeting. Sometimes Kings of Cups aren't always good about that. They just act on emotion alone. He might even have the discussion that you had last week might be out of his mind. So make sure he meets with you. In that meeting, make sure he can give you concrete details about your performance and take notes and save those notes. Also, I would say be prepared to share specifics about what you're doing well. Make sure he's focused on the facts too. Depending on how he responds, you may want to offer him some unemotional feedback as well. It might sound like, I was really concerned for my job when I was told that I wasn't performing as expected with no specific feedback about what I could improve upon. Lastly, you may want to consider involving someone from your human resources department, especially if you think you're being treated unfairly. If you can validate that your boss is indeed a king of cups type of energy and personality, you may struggle to communicate with him in a professional manner going forward, and it's always good to have backup support. Typically, HR representatives are trained to be queens or kings of pentacles, who make sure their employees are treated fairly. They're great at removing emotion from a situation and focusing on just the facts. So I hope this is helpful, Kara, and I welcome any feedback about how this plays out. Okay, on to our main topic, which is really connected to the question that Kara just asked. Her intuition is telling her that something is not right here. Some of the dots aren't connecting, and I think she's absolutely right. So the reason I wanted to present this material, which is you don't need to learn to listen to or trust your intuition, is because there are so many resources out there telling you exactly how to listen to your intuition, what it should sound like, and what it feels like in your body when your intuition is speaking to you. But the more I work with my own intuition, the more I realize that there really is no learning curve in order to tap into it. By definition, intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without need for conscious reasoning. If that's true, that your intuition is basically a knowing without trying to know, then you can't really learn how to listen to it. The short answer is just that 
you can't and you don't have to. You already listen to your intuition every single day, probably without ever even realizing it. It's kind of like knowing that you like a certain type of food, but not really stopping to analyze why you love it. You just know you love it. And that if somebody put it out at a party, you would eat all of it. (laughs) That's intuition. You just know. So I feel so compelled to tell you this because some of the readers might say that it's a feeling in your gut instead of your head or something like that. And while that may be true for some people, it's just not true for everyone. That's why when you see a therapist, they'll often ask where you feel emotion. Like with anxiety, some people feel it in their stomach muscles. That's where I feel it. Others experience it in their head muscles and it can come on like a stress headache. And I once met a reader who got cold chills every time she felt like her intuition was switched on and receiving, so to speak. So this is good news, right? Because you're already listening to your intuition without trying, and now you just need to better understand how to use it. Even after years of reading tarot, I still can't seem to force my intuition to just switch on at any moment. I have to sort of trick my conscious into accessing my subconscious. And here's a quick exercise to do that. You can pick a conscious focus and then analyze the items around that conscious focus to see what details your subconscious fills in. So for example, you can ask your intuition out loud or silently, what energy will I experience today? Then you can imagine an object. For this exercise, let's imagine a sunflower. And I'm going to use the example of um, an apple as an object so that I don't influence your image of a sunflower. So now that you have your object and you're imagining it after you've asked your question, note three things about the sunflower and its surroundings. You may want to jot them down on a piece of paper. For my apple object, I noted number one, my apple had a bite out of it. (laughs) Number two, It was on a table that looked weathered and old and had like gray wood. And then number three, there was a fly kind of swarming around my apple. So now that I have those three things, I can trust that the aspects of the apple or the sunflower are subconscious clues. They're not pieces that I required of my conscious task, which was just to simply focus on a sunflower. So now, how do these subconscious clues reflect what energy you might experience today? My apple is looking pretty healthy, though it does have a bite taken out of it. That might mean that I'm feeling a bit worn out. The table is strong, but it's also pretty beaten down. (laughs) I'm not sure what the fly might indicate, but if the apple represents my day or my energy, it could be something or someone who's distracting me or draining my energy. Maybe a certain high-energy six-year-old in my life. (laughs) Just saying. So when doing this exercise, if you don't feel like you have enough subconscious clues, you can also expand your line of sight. You can imagine the sunflower is in a bigger field and imagine what the background is. Maybe you can imagine it in a village and then imagine what that village is like. If this scene reminds you of somewhere you've been before, you may want to ask, what was the energy of that memory? How did I feel in that moment? Because that can be clues to the the energy you might experience today. And then 
We can try the same type of analysis and same question with a tarot card. So again, I'll ask, what energy will I experience today? And I pulled the Ace of Swords. The grayness of this card feels like the energy of my apple scene. It's pensive, it's reserved, maybe feeling kind of tired and wanting to rest, like it's going to be a rainy day and I just want to hunker down. But the Ace of Swords traditionally can mean victory or a new idea. Maybe that's why there was a bite taken out of my apple. Maybe I decide to rise beyond this blah feeling and start a new project. Since swords represent thoughts, maybe I decide to do some planning and to take on a new project when I'm feeling better. And then I have to share with you, and I hope this isn't TMI, but I had written up this reading yesterday in the morning, and then when it got to be later in the afternoon, I um, had been struggling with a cyst on my leg that's been bothering me off and on, and I just decided to go and deal with it. I went to the doctor and had minor surgery on it. Um, And I couldn't help but wonder, like, maybe that was my Ace of Swords moment. That's exactly what it felt like. Just like, I am done with this. It has to get taken care of. And I dealt with it. So that's really interesting. And I love when things can be validated and you can put a real life moment to the subconscious cues that you're getting and how you're reading them in a tarot card. The second part of this topic is about trusting your intuition. And again, I have to say that really, you can't fully trust your intuition. And I promise that I'm telling you this to encourage and not discourage you. I'm giving you permission to be wrong when working with your intuition. And this is because sometimes the clues our conscious mind is giving our subconscious mind are just skewed or we're misunderstanding them. For example, this week they're doing construction on our road. The crew is working during the night to prevent traffic delays during usual commuting hours. One night, one of their big, bright road lamps was shining in our window. So this told my intuition that it was 6 a.m. and that the sun was coming up instead of what it actually was, which was 2 (laughs) a.m. So I woke up, investigated, I gathered some more conscious clues by looking at the clock, and I decided to go back to bed. And it works this way with relationships too. There are people who seem wonderful, but for some reason we just don't like or trust them and vice versa. There are some people we dislike when we first meet them and then later they become a best friend for life. So just be okay with not being a hundred percent sure. Even when I do readings for my clients, I will tell them what my intuition is telling me about the cards, but I also share the traditional meanings of the cards. So depending on the day, I'd say that my intuition can be 50 to 75% accurate, sometimes a little higher, maybe sometimes a little lower. There are times that the client has to help me better understand how the cards apply to their situation, and I fully trust their own intuition. And then we proceed with the reading from there and pull cards about how to work through their challenges. And not one of my clients has walked away saying that I'm a terrible reader because my intuition doesn't exactly match what they're going through. People are so diverse and some situations they're going through are just beyond what my intuition would pick up on. Or I get a clue and it makes sense to them, but to me, I just read it the wrong way. That's totally okay. The best thing we can do when we're struggling with our intuition 
and it's really warring against what we know consciously is to just make a decision based on what we know and feel at that time and use common sense. You can also journal about your experiences in hope of better understanding how your intuition works and how best to use it going forward. For more about Willows East, visit willowseast.com. Music and sounds by Apazine at soundcloud.com slash A-P-O-S-I-N-E and Jonathan Shaw at www.jshaw.co.ukd.